Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z's Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy because I believe you deserve to be a happy, healthy, and well-rested family. If you have never listened to this podcast, welcome. I don't know what took you so long, but I'm so glad you're here, however you found it. And you have a special insight today into what I do. I'm a sleep consultant, which means I talk to families every day about sleep and I help their children and and my team helps their children make sleep a thing. And so today's podcast, I'm actually going to share my jam, my Q&A sessions. My comfort zone is talking to families all over the world and helping them problem solve their sleep. So this podcast, you are going to hear me speak with families inside of the Sleep Society. The Sleep Society is our membership that gives you the roadmap for sleep. That's right. Every month, I'm telling you exactly what to do and how to change it. You get the entire video library, over 100 videos, to understand how sleep changes as your child grows so that you can avoid these giant pitfalls and huge regressions and instead just know every month, oh, okay, it's time to make this nap change. Oh, okay, this is what's happening in their in their development. Let me go ahead and be aware of that. And we give you that roadmap of clear guidance. If this sounds like, oh my gosh, I want to have the roadmap for sleep. I want to know. Guess what? We have a special offer for you. You can scroll down in the show notes and check out the Sleep Society for $1. We're going to give you access for $1 for one week so you can come in, get your child's roadmap, watch the videos, join the community, see what this is all about. And then if you're like, yeah, this is for me, our membership is $12 a month after that. So we are really excited to offer this special $1 trial for you guys. Check that out and enjoy this episode as I help families inside of the Sleep Society problem solve their kiddos' sleep. And if you join, then come on over to our live Q&A and be a part of this where we answer questions every other week inside of our membership group. Hey, everybody. It's an open Q&A with me. And I'm looking forward to answering your questions. All right. So if you are watching the replay, just tap on through. You know what to do. Um, We can take some comment questions if you are not in a place to come on live with me. If you want to come on live with me, you can use the buttons here at the bottom. Yours may look a little different from mine, but there is an icon that is a person and then a person. So like two people. So if you want to come live with me, just request to join live and I'll bring you on camera to answer your sleep questions. Or if you are not in a position to do that and you just want to comment your questions, you're welcome to do that. So yay, let's get going. Okay, so Asher is 21 months. He's been home with me 24-7 the past year, only napping in his crib. Perfect scenario. So I've been trying to get help from my mom and bringing him over there once a week, but he will not nap over there. Like, we try to do everything the same. He has a crib set up, like a whole space. She has garbage bags over the windows, but it's not as dark as at home. Their house is old and it's like the door, I tried the sheet trick around the doors and it's still like light coming in. So any magic? Yeah, so I would, how, how often, how often, is this a new thing? He's gonna be going over there some days or obviously you're just trying to like, we're trying to get it to once a week for now and um like last week he didn't nap so I went to pick him up he slept for 30 minutes in the car and then when we got home 
and out of the car he had an hour long meltdown so I was like this this doesn't really help yeah. like the whole point yeah. is to get a break and then exactly <laughs> it's harder on yourself when he comes yeah. home with this it's like oh my gosh I so I'm trying to stick with it because I know that it's going to take consistency and him getting used to right. it but it's just like <laughs> in the meantime, it's, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I would say a couple things. I don't know if, um, I mean, I would, I would, in this situation, this is an ideal slumber pot situation. So I'd always say like, yeah, that's great. If you have a friend, you can borrow it and try it. Um, you're, I think you're in new Orleans, correct? Yeah. I actually have, oh, have one, one that I bought like a year ago and we've never used it because we haven't ever gone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, just, I felt kind of bad because she like has the crib set up and everything, yeah. but I think, yeah, it might be worse. Yeah, I think so. Um, and uh, they're they're even working on a crib expansion pack. So if for now you end up, uh, you know, just doing the pack, that's great. Then eventually if you wanted to use it on a crib, that's something coming. But okay, here's what I would do. I would use a slumber pod. I would use a pack and play. And I would try to see if we can do like a whole week of like every single day trying the crib. I don't know how convenient that is. If she's, you know, okay. away from you guys. But do you think that I should go over there and get him used to it with me putting him down? Or do you think it's better for her to, um, I would say both. Yes. Maybe like over the weekend, you could try doing it yourself to see if that helps. And if it helps to yeah. do that and then bring her into the mix, this definitely is common, but I will also say that this is like, this is the hardest age for naps. 19 to 24 months are so hard for naps, but it's going to just be like persistent. Like this is where we're napping. This is where we're napping. <laughs> and like offering okay. it consistently so that's why I'm thinking once a week may be not enough for him he may need like more than once a week just to kind of get it down um the slumber right. pod would probably be very helpful and then yeah you could try to put him down as well and try doing that too and then also I would make sure where does she live uh a distance from you all or it's like 15 oh, minute drive. I was gonna say sometimes I see kids like snoozing on the way to their location and then oh, they like yeah. refuse to no, I bring, I bring him like right after breakfast. So he's definitely awake while he's on our way there. Okay. I guess our, our only, like, do we let him cry it out with checks? Like he's literally like clawing at her when she goes in after 10 minutes, like trying to rip his sleep sack off, pointing at the door, like hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and part of me is wondering, like, I wonder, uh, obviously like, Hey, I see it's sunny outside. Like, let's get up. Let's play. That right. could be uh, something slumber pot. Definitely. You, she could let, let's say you or her do this. You, this is a, a really good instance where you would, you could sit beside him until he falls asleep. And then right. he may need that. We were kind of just going with our typical, like leave and check, but I think since it is the new yeah. scenario, it might, like, I'm totally okay with, you know, being there and getting him used to it and giving him extra comfort till he's used to sleeping over there. Mm -hmm. So she, she works, she really, she just takes off of work once a week to help, but I could even go over there with her not there and try to put him. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just for the consistency sake, for sure. I think <laughs> that's, I think you might as well just try and then it will probably need, need to continue to offer it. Like okay. I would do at least four to five days straight just to like try to build that consistency. So how do we handle like if he's not napping, do we just leave him there till he falls asleep or do I do like a car? Um, I, if he does not fall asleep, 
um, I would definitely try to do like an hour of, okay, like let's try, you could, you know, sit right beside him, see if he'll fall asleep. If he never falls asleep, he's still under two to where he would need some type of rest. So yes, I would say like, okay, if he, if emergency happens and yes, car stroller, something like that. Um, but if that's like a new thing for him where he's like, nope, not napping, I'm going to go to the car, then we'll need to figure out what else is happening. But I I would right. be set on a consistent effort for him. And then the combination of that and the slumber pod may be really helpful. Okay. Sounds yeah. Good. Well, good luck. Keep us posted. Thank you. <laughs> good to see you guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah. Hi. My baby's in bed already since it's 7 p.m. over here in Germany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so actually, you just answered some of my questions just then, um, because I'm experiencing early morning wakings as well. Um, but we just started the three to two transition a week ago, um, and he's 6.5 months old. Um, and since day two of the transition, he started to wake up at 520, 530. Um, and I'm really rigid about the three hours of daytime sleep so uh, I don't think that's the issue I, I don't think so but I can't really spread this extra hour during the day yet because oh my god he's so tired <laughs> so do you have any tips anything that I could do yes oh yeah he definitely is a little young to be like let's give you more awake time that's not the answer quite <laughs> yet um but yes okay so let's check into the last couple feeds of the day, um, the mm-hmm. second to last feed, and then the solids. I know it seems like all you do at the end of the day is feed the kid. So it's like, yeah, you got the second to last feed, you've got solids, and then you've got the bedtime feed. Can you tell me about the timings of all of those? Um, okay, so simply, well, he's going to bed around 6.30 at the moment. Um, and because he has some allergies, we haven't actually started the solids for dinner time yet. So we are just doing bottles. So I try to get one feed after he wakes up from that two and then one bedtime okay. feed. So he has a good amount of yeah. Yeah, milk. Otherwise he's just snacking and then. Oh, for sure. Okay. That sounds good because that's probably like a three to three and a half hour gap. So that's plenty. Um, three yeah, hours. That's plenty. Um, okay. So then I would be looking at, um, you said the daytime naps are, you're obviously making the transition. So what, how many hours of sleep total is he getting right now during the day? Three. Okay. Perfect. All right. Um, and the last wake window is three and a half hours. Well, we're trying it's three twenty, maybe today, tonight it was three thirty. So yay. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So that's definitely, that would be the max that he could do right now. I would mm-hmm. say Um, if you ever get to a day where the second nap is somehow just short and you're like, ah, why did you wake up? Which can happen when you're making the two nap transition. Mm -hmm. If there is going to be more than three and a half hours of wake time, then I would probably add a little cat nap in. Maybe if you can go for a walk or a baby carrier, if you can try to get like a little 15 minutes of sleep so that he could power through because you're absolutely right. He cannot be awake longer than three and a half hours. It's not going to happen right now. So you could try to do the cat nap, but so what time you said bedtime is 6.30. Yeah, well, um, because he wakes up every morning in between 5.20 and 5.40, I can't, I can't push him longer than six. He will scream right. the house right. down. Um, so our day inevitably starts at six. So 
the maximum I could do is six six thirty. Yeah. Um, I tried a later bedtime with a third catnap, but he just wakes up at the same time every mm -hmm. morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay, and do you all you, you all will be having daylight savings in two weeks, right? Not yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So I um, it's like I'm checking through everything on my list, and um, let me know. It. So in your area in Germany. Do you all have like pretty like very solid blackout solutions? I know overseas a lot of you have like oh, yeah. amazing. I'm very yeah. jealous. It's, 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 I'm, yes, I, I've seen you talking about the easy um, blackout solutions, and I'm just, well now. I know I am so jealous. <laughs> for, the, for everybody else watching, like I'm sorry, but you guys like Europe has it under control. Like you guys have like yeah. these amazing like black solid blackout. I coach a lot of consultants internationally yeah. and they're like, oh we're fine. I don't need blackout solutions. I'm like, oh so angry. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, you have built in blackout. You're good. Um so all that all that like all that check sounds good to me. Um the the interesting part is like he is getting the totals. It's just not ideally at the great time. So my fallback here is going to be if we can push him to a later schedule of daylight savings, that could be good. I'm thinking through, um, the only other checks I would go through would be when he is up in the morning, um, you know, making sure that we're waiting 10 minutes before he has his first bottle. I'm sure it's like, check, check, Becca, we're doing all of that. Um, so that all sounds good to me. Um, so the, the gaps then between the naps would be two and a half hours and then down for nap one. And then he's doing like three hours down yeah. for nap two. Okay, so we're all good there. Um, everything's checking out like everything is checking out fine and then the hard yeah. part is like he is getting his totals the only thing I would say <laughs> the only thing I would say to do is you could because he's six and a half months old and he's pretty new on this you actually could go a little bit less awake time at the end of the day you could do three hours and 15 mm -hmm. minutes for now I could be okay with that because I'm wondering if there's any possibility that he's like overtired Like, is he falling asleep really fast? Under 10 yeah. minutes. I think today he took maybe five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would say just give it one week of doing this because it's mm -hmm. going to change quickly. But tomorrow, just do three hours and 15 minutes of wake time instead of a full three and a half. Because he is so little, I'm wondering if there's mm -hmm. any connection. Like, maybe is he overtired and maybe he's, like, needing a little bit. You could try that. Now, if it backfires on you and he wakes up at, like, 4.30, then do it again um then so that's option one is do three hours and 15 minutes of wake time option two i would say is when you guys do have daylight savings on the 28th i believe um then we'll magically push it again. Uh, and we'll cross our fingers and toes that that would happen and then let me know if that didn't work um but that's where i would go from here with that okay thank you yeah. great okay well y'all have a good night keep us posted Thank you. See you. Yeah. Bye. Hey. Hey. Sorry. I like my settings for some reason wasn't allowing me to use my microphone. Um, so I have an 11 month and one week old at the moment. And um, he's in daycare. He's been in daycare for about two months. And we're stuck kind of in a 30 minute nap. He's getting, I guess, around two 30 minute naps a day, but he's kind of stuck in, sorry. Um, he's stuck in a uh, early bedtime. So going to bed at six p.m. every night. Um, I was trying to figure out, so he's about to move to a toddler room, which means he's only going to be getting one nap a day, and they want to go ahead and, like, they've already been giving him one nap and only giving him one after lunchtime to try to prepare him for that, mm -hmm. um, but he's, like, still only napping 30 or 45 minutes, and 
and we're stuck giving him a four or six o'clock bedtime, which he does pretty well with. He sleeps until about six 30 in the morning, but I'm trying to, I'm worried about him going to the classroom and only getting one nap a day. That's going to be like 30 or 45 minutes. So I'm not really sure. What yeah. To um, no, it is a very valid concern. Like what, why is this, why are you going to go ahead and push him? I do think it's weird that they're going to try to adjust him now. I would actually tell them like, no, please continue to give him two naps because when he goes to the toddler room, they're more than likely going to turn the lights low and like a sound mm-hmm. machine on and every kid is going to be sleeping. And that is the only time that we can be like, yay, what a good daycare nap. Because in the baby rooms, they're not doing that. Like the lights are on, all the kids are on different schedules. But then when they go to the toddler room, they're all on the same schedule. And usually that's when we finally get like an hour and a half to two hour nap. So he's probably going to do great over there. So, I mean, we could do one of two things. I would say, if you're going to go ahead and give him one nap, can we just scoot him on to the toddler room? Unless he has to walk or if there's some milestone they're waiting for. But if it's age you know, we'll just wait for that. If he's still in the baby room night right now, I would just be like, at least he was napping two times, 30 minutes each okay. instead of time, 30 minutes. They said that the reason that they were doing that is because he's been refusing his morning nap. So they okay. go to lay him down and he knows how to go to sleep by himself. So he's usually fine with that. Um, he's still always been a short napper at daycare, only two 30 minute naps. Generally every once in a while, he'll do like an hour, hour and a half, but those are more like rare instances. But after they lay him down for his morning nap, which he's leaving right at around like two and a half hour awake window to go to daycare. And so he's been really like going down for his nap around like two hours, 45 minutes to three hours. Mm -hmm. Um, but he, and they tried even doing it like three hours, 15 minutes, but he just like has been refusing to lay down at that time at home. He's fine with it. He doesn't have any, like, he doesn't refuse at all on the weekends, but at daycare when he's there, I don't know if it's just so much going on. Cause like they do morning playtime and stuff like that. So I don't know if it's, that's why he's refusing, but they said they put him in there and he just kind of like stands and he is learning. Like he learned, like he's crawling a lot and trying to walk and all of that. Um, but he does, he's fine at home. It's just at daycare. He's just like refusing that morning nap. So they said, usually what they do then is they'll try to give him some time to fall asleep he won't fall asleep and then they will give him lunch, like get him out, play with him, give him lunch, put him back down. And always after lunch, after he gets his lunch, like his meal and then his bottle, he goes down easily. They said, so that's okay. why I'm doing that. So I don't know why okay. he's refusing his morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It could be like, a, it could be a bunch of different things. Maybe, I don't know if he's snoozing on the way to daycare and then he gets to daycare and he's like, nah, I don't want to nap or maybe he is ready for the one nap. So that's fine. They can just keep doing one nap at daycare okay. and you, you can keep doing two naps at home. Like let him okay. catch. That's fine. When they go to the toddler room and they move him on one nap, that's when I would say at home, you could also do a one nap. What, okay. what time, do you know what time the one nap is going to be? They, well, it's supposed to be, they eat lunch around 11 and then they said it's generally like 12 to two Okay. and they put them on a cot, like, and it's the quiet room and put everyone down at that time and they give them two hours to nap. But obviously if they don't nap, then they get them up and do like quiet playtime. Um, but they give them two hours to nap, which he's never been like a long napper. So I'm like, I don't know how that's going to go, but even if he could get like a solid, like hour to an hour and a half, I'd be very excited about that. But I'm just really worried that he's not going to. Yeah, I think he's going to do fantastic. Like that's honestly, that's when I'm like, yes, go to the one nap because the nap room for daycare is where you will actually see success. So he he may sleep for two hours. You never know. Um, But on the weekend, I would do the twelve o'clock as well. So um, okay, so even at home, do the one nap. 
Yeah, when day, now. yeah. Well, I would say when daycare moves him to the 12 o'clock nap room, go ahead and start doing the one nap at home while right. he's still in the baby room. And they're just like, well, he's refusing the first nap. So we'll just put him down. Like he probably still needs two right now. So keep doing your two naps. And then when they move him to the next room, that's when I would say, yeah, go ahead and do that time at home as well. Okay, perfect. Now, if he takes short naps, how do we handle that? Just continue giving him a long, like an early bedtime until he eventually. Yeah. Yes. The good thing though, with the two, three, four, five, six. So the good thing here is that once we get on a one nap schedule, we're looking at four and a half to at most five hours of wake time, probably four and a half for a little while for him. Mm-hmm. So that means you actually could do a six thirty bedtime if he like is okay. too, which he may, he really might. And, um, if you'll go to my Instagram post from yes, uh, two days ago, I shared a daycare win from someone here in the sleep society. Okay. They were struggling with the one nap transition at daycare. And turns out they were like putting the kid down on the cot. I forget who it was. If you're here, tell me. Um, but, uh, they were putting the kid down on the cot with shoes on all like, no, like not comfortable. So they were like, take your shoes off and like, you know, let's have a pillow. And then boom, he started sleeping. Longer. So Okay. She shared a bunch of tips, so that's a good one to go check out. But um, he probably is so better in that one nap room. And then, yes, early bedtime if he wakes up uh, early. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Keep us posted. Good to okay. see you. Thanks. Bye. I thought I, I thought I. Hi. How are you? Hi. Sorry, I'm at work. So, excuse all no. of this. Uh, so. My little girl is about to be eight months old next week. We did all of the sleep training at four and a half months. She's doing great with sleeping 11, 12 hours a night, but bedtime routine takes forever. She is, it's like an hour. It used to be a little bit longer. She wants to play. She wants to not drink very fast. And so we're just trying to figure out how to shorten it because it's taking a really long time and I feel like I'm constantly rustling her and I mean we're doing we're on two naps we've been on two naps for a really long time now she's still a little inconsistent with her napping like sometimes she'll sleep 40 minutes sometimes she'll sleep an hour and a half sometimes she'll want to sleep two hours like not wake up when we go to wake her up so I don't know what we're doing wrong we're doing we're following all the wake windows we're doing bedtime routine to a T we're giving her a bath, doing the feed, you know, without her PJs on, like all that stuff. But she's just making it really hard to put her down within like 20, 30 minutes. And then even when we, it takes forever, she's taking sometimes like 30, 40 minutes to put herself to sleep. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, tell me about the second to last feed of the day, dinner time solids. When is all that happening? So. When she wakes up from every nap, we give her seven ounces. Before every nap, we give her three ounces. When she wakes up from her second nap, we give her four ounces. So that way before bedtime, she's like hungry. Um, Solids, we're also doing like maybe 30 minutes before her naps. And then um, again, maybe like an hour before bedtime. Um, So she's not like super full. She's not like you know, I mean, she's, she's drinking the Mm -hmm. milk. It's not a fight to get her to finish the milk. It's a fight to get her to not want to play and 
you know, be super active. She's like, she started crawling at six months. She's already almost walking. Like she's super hyperactive. So she's just like crawling all over me and trying to like climb on top of my head. And so I don't know what to do. So two things I'm thinking of one, when's the last time that you went up a size in the bottle nipple top level? Um, a couple weeks ago, she's on the size two now. I can't, what, and what kind of bottles are you using? The Phillips Avent. I would, I, um, I always did the Dr. Brown's one. So I'm like, oh, wow, level two, go to level three, but they're all different. So yeah, let's check out what it suggests because that's what I, the first thing I was wondering, I was like, I wonder if it's taking a long time. She's frustrated. And she's like, ah, I don't want to drink this because it's taking too long. So if she's efficiently eating, you know, it's like, gosh, this is taking forever to get the bottle. That's yeah. something I would look at, but then I would kind of actually, especially cause she's a little bit more advanced on like what she's doing developmentally, then maybe what I would do is just say, you know what, let's just play for the first part of the bedtime routine. And then, okay. Right. So give her permission to play because I, you know, we teach this for toddlers anyways, is that you have playtime. Yeah. So maybe what you do, <laughs> excuse me, maybe what you do is go to her room or wherever you like to play with her and, and play for like 15, 20 minutes with her, just play 15 minutes, let her get her energy out, let her have fun. And then you can say, okay, bath time. Or do you do a bath every night or every other night? Okay. Yeah. You say, okay, bath time. Let's go to the bath. And then you have like okay. a 10 minute bath. You know, it's, it's actually, it's okay to have a little bit longer of a bedtime routine than, you know, uh, like, 30 minutes and 30, 40 minutes is fine. I know for y'all, it's probably like, oh my gosh, an hour. It's like an hour to get this kid to bed. So let's do that. Well, sometimes it's an hour and a half, depending on, you know, how much of a struggle it is. The just, it's a problem because we're trying to like take her up like an hour before she's supposed to be in bed. Right. And then some days, every now and again, some days she'll be really fast and like bedtime's done in like 20, 30 minutes. And then we're like, oh crap, we're done. We can't put her in the crib because it's too early, you know? And we have done it once or twice and then she's screaming for like 30 minutes. So then we like, are like, uh, that went too fast, you know? So it's just trying to figure out like, you know, how long is too long and how long is too short and trying to time it properly, I think. What time, you said her naps vary. So her second nap of the day, is that vary? Like you don't know what time she'll actually be awake? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes both naps vary. It really just depends. And like I said, she's already like, she's been crawling. She's standing up. She's Mm -hmm. like, you know, she's trying to walk. So we just keep chalking everything up to like, oh, she's, you know, having a leap or it's a little regression and, you know, and then it usually does balance out and even out again. Um, But she gets her first nap at the same time every day. Sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's an hour and a half depending on when she wakes up screaming. So I was looking at if we can at least create like a solid, she probably needs like three and a half to three hours and 45 minutes a week time at the end of the day. She's already trying to walk and those things, she might need a little bit more. So maybe lean on three hours and 45 minutes a week time for her. And then what I would do is, um, and and I would want to say, okay, well then that means like bedtime's at, I don't know, 7.15. We know like we're leaving from at 715. Right. So then let's back up to 645, 630. And that's when we're going to start. We're going to go, we're going to go have 15 minutes of play or 10 minutes of play. They're going to have 10 minutes of bath time. This is going to feel a little bit more regimented, like a toddler. Okay. Okay. So, okay. We're going to do 10 minutes of a play time, 10 minutes of a bath time. Now let's have our bottle, get your jammies on, say night, night in bed by 715. 
good night. So try okay. to keep it, um, I would, if we even need to cut the second nap a little bit so that she's ready for um, the bedtime, then I would do that. I would keep okay. three hours and 45 minutes as our, our measurement at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just make sure she's sufficiently yeah. tired. And okay. then what you've got is this bedtime routine that is going to carry with her when she's a toddler, because you're going to just take the feet out, but you've got playtime, bath time. You could even reverse those bath time, playtime. Um, and okay. you can allow a little bit of playtime. And that's so fun. You know, she's, uh, again, I if think it's fun is get stressed out because we're like, it's not supposed to take an hour, hour and a half. But, you know, like, I, it, that's, she may be having the time of her life, but like, you're like, let's go to bed. So I think let's try to, maybe if we need to wake her up so that she's ready for a, you know, the exact same time, bedtime routine every night. And then we'll just allow a little bit of play. We'll allow some fun in the bath and then we'll get her up, finish out the routine. And if we can just kind of keep that regimen of like, this is what we do, this is what we do, this is what we do, instead of like allowing her the opportunity to like, you know, um, be flexible with it, that will serve so much when she turns one and starts to Okay. Thank you so much, Becca. Y'all have a good weekend. Thanks guys for joining me today. Again, if this is something that you're like, oh my gosh, a live Q and A every other week with Becca, a community of parents who also value sleep just as much as I do. And the roadmap to understand how to solve my child's sleep. Come try us out. Give the sleep society a try for $1 for one week. Click the links below. We will see you inside. Sweet dreams. See you next time.